0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Amobiu Kugo, back at it again with another episode of a Frugal Athlete podcast. This is episode nine. Um, if you're new, welcome. Hit that subscribe button, leave a review. If you're a, f- a loyal customer, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, So let's just get started. This uh, this episode is going to be nice and sweet, uh, straight to the point. Um, So tune in um, and let's get started. Yeah, so I was going to touch on it last, but because it ties into kind of the whole podcast, I figured I would just come right off the back with it. Um, at a frugal athlete, we recently started, um, a book of the month, a book, a book club where every month we'll recommend a book that can help you on your journey to become a frugal athlete, whether it's, you know, being smarter with your money, you know, how to increase your brand, um, how to prepare for your career or your career transition, um, just, Different books, trying to, trying to cover a lot of topics, but at the beginning of each month, we're gonna recommend that book on the, on, the, on the social media channels. And then throughout the month, we'll either ask questions, engage the audience, and then leave the audience with our key takeaways from that book that was recommended. So we just started it in May, and the, the book that, we've, that we picked to start, us, to start us off with was Athletes Are Brands Too." By Jeremy Dar- Darlo, uh, Jeremy Darlow is a brand manager consultant. Uh, he previously worked with Adidas as um, chief executive marketer for their company, and uh, worked with like big athletes from Von Miller, Miller to Aaron Rodgers to Lionel Messi. Uh, every big Adidas ad client that um, that Adidas has, he's worked with them, and um, he came out with his his book. I think a little under a year ago, and it's basically the playbook for every athlete at every level to understand how to market themselves how to build their brand to make sure their um their brand lasts way longer than their career because um as an athlete you you know your career only lasts so long, and you can't you can't really predict what's gonna happen from it, but you can't control your brand, so the book is. Basically about that, I don't want to give too much away because I'm trying to engage the audience, you're trying to get you to get the book, read it yourself, and go from there. But I just thought I'd start off with that because it kind of ties into um, a whole bunch of things we want to talk about in this podcast. Um, recently, the NCAA uh, came out with uh, some news that it's possibly implementing some new rules. Um, for one being um, the one-and-done rule. Um, apparently, there's going to be um, a change in that. They're trying to negotiate the eligibility rule that would allow players to enter the league at age 18 directly from high school. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. It's also the the news that's also reporting that um, players that may enter the draft but go undrafted, um, talking about having them not lose their eligibility because right now they lose their eligibility. And I think another, um, rule change that they wanted to have is, um, um, that the NCAA will adopt a standardized, um, degree completion program for players that leave early. And, um, my thoughts on all those, um, changes, I think they're, they're long overdue. I think, um, College athletes, especially the ones for basketball, um, they do so much for the school and um, they don't really get protected on the back end. Obviously, you know, you're getting a free education, um, but the amount of hours you put in for your craft, um, you're not really taking, you're not really benefiting or taking the, the full advantage of being able to be a student athlete. In my, in my opinion, you're more of an athlete student. So with these new rules, you're able to decide what you want to do. If you want to if you feel like you're ready to go pro and uh you want to go right out of high school, then you can go right out of high school. You don't have to waste I don't I shouldn't say waste, but you don't have to go a year of college, you know, not study, not really care for your grades or your extracurricular activities. You can just go to go to the league and perfect your craft at an earlier age. If you do go to school though you get protected you can take advantage of going to school um, you know growing maturing as a player on and off the court and then if it doesn't work out, you still have your eligibility so you can finish in four years or three years or whatever depending on how soon or how early you left um, you can really uh, protect yourself in that aspect and then I think the most important thing is um the degree completion because you know you've seen time and time again athletes that leave and either uh, wait too long to complete their degree or just don't even just don't even do it and uh, I think it's very important as an athlete whether you leave after your freshman year you don't even go to school you you skip college or you leave you know right with less than 20 credits remaining I think it's imperative that uh as a student athlete as an athlete student you you um you, you complete your degree because your career only lasts so long and you don't want to have you don't wanna you don't wanna have corporate America use any excuses for you not to, you know, join the workforce or, you know, be a be a s um a suitable entrepreneur in your field. Uh we're still in the day and age where people um look upon degrees for, you know, a level of, a level of certainty, I should say. So, as an athlete, you know, you, you spend all this time working on your craft, but when they, when you're done playing, you don't have the credentials, you don't have the work experience, and then you don't have the credentials. So you're over two. Because you don't have that, it's harder to get a job. And although you, you may have you know worked in your sports field, it's 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 different from the corporate world. You skills. Some skills may translate, but other skills don't. So it's better to have your certifications to at least give you, you know, get your foot in the door from the jump. So um, that's all I'll say on that. It's going to be interesting to see how the NCAA um, implements that if they even do. If it was just small talk or just to get people off their backs. So I'm 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 really interested to see how that uh, see how that goes um from the student athlete perspective too um it's all about being proactive you know let's you don't have to wait let's not wait on the NCAA to make um to make the rules you guys have to take advantage of your platform and be prepared for whatever may come so um that's my little call to action um, the NFL draft um i'm not sure if you guys listened last week i talked about the nfl draft i said what was going to happen i said there was going to be at least one player that gets in trouble for their tweets and lo and behold josh allen um i think he was the quarterback at uh wyoming or one of those small schools um he and he ended up uh, getting under fire for some tweets he had a couple a couple years back um some vulgar and discriminatory tweets, and I I was here last week saying this, that if your account manager, your agent, yourself did not go back and scroll through your tweets and just delete it or start afresh or scan it, that, an app, that you were going to get in trouble. Apparently, we don't have enough listeners yet, but yeah, so Josh Allen was under fire for that, and uh, it really... I'm not going to say it hurt his stock, but it may have hurt some of his endorsements um upon entering the league. You know, luckily we live in a world where um people forget um fairly quickly, so hopefully he can turn his turn his image around. We know those tweets were a while ago, but some people don't forget, some people do. Um so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um to touch on, you know, these young newly drafted players uh, open doors um, their social media platform that helps athletes and brands connect with each other and post the right way um, and help increase engagement for the different companies that that use them um, they did a they, they they had if you follow them on social media they do nice little um, very well put like um, graphics and um, and flyers and uh one of their graphics right after the right after the n f l draft was the 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 engagement rate of the top the top picks in the draft uh, not only their engagement rate their their follower account increase based on before the draft to after the draft their brand content um, pay payment pr- pr- projection um I thought it was really cool to see that because these are college athletes that haven't played a, a lick of professional football, but you can see the impact they have. Um, Open Doors even came out with one graphic that showed the difference between the brand partnerships with athletes that the rookie that the NFL rookies did compared to the the partnerships that the companies just did on their own, and it was like a over thirty percent um, increase with the brands that connected with the athletes. To promote their products and uh, merch, I should say. So it's just really crazy to think um, um, how how impactful that these young athletes are, and they haven't even played a game. Um, I really thought it was cool to see how how their follower follower account increased. Um, there was one study that showed, I think it was from Front Office Sports, that said because um, Baker Mayfield um he wasn't at the draft they said he had about 15,000 live fans following his Instagram live feed for when he was drafted to see his reaction and it's just amazing to see the impact these these players have and this goes to touch on I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it a lot it just goes to touch on the the book athletes are brands too uh Jeremy Darlow he specifically Mentions that it's not the book isn't just for professional athletes; it's for student athletes, high school athletes. The earlier you start, the better. Um, two of the two of the two of the NFL draftees that had the most followers were Baker Mayfield and Saquon Barkley. Um, a lot of it has to do with their play, but a lot of it also has to do with how early they started. You see it now with uh, especially in the NBA basketball circuit, or sorry, AAU basketball circuit high school student-athletes with over 100,000, 200,000 followers. They may not be able to make money now or when they get to the NCAA, but trust me, that having that platform and starting that base early is only going to continue to grow. So when they do go pro or if it doesn't end up happening or working out, when they do leave college or high school or whatever endeavors that they have, they have their brand. So it's really important to start early because it gives you time um, to continue to build. Um, if you, if you want to re- relay it to like, um, business practices, you, you, know, you see these companies that come out of nowhere. That's not the case. They say an overnight success when it comes to business usually takes 10 years. So we may see like, oh, that business came out of nowhere, but that's not the case. They've been put in 10 years of hard work. So this is why athletes need to start in high school. So, by the time say you go four years high school four year college that's eight years you'll you'll have you'll have a solid foundation you may not have the biggest base of uh fans, but you'll have a solid enough foundation that you know people know your brand people know your story people know who you are and what you what you what you do on and off the field or court or track for for whatever that means for whatever it's worth that I means sorry. So uh, that's why I wanted to start off with the book because um, I I think it really just tied into the those those two topics that I just that I just went on and ran on. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, as we as I always say, every 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 Tuesday we do the Team Frugal, uh, where we highlight a current or prof- a current or retired professional athlete that has shown. Um, what it means to be a frugal athlete, whether it's, you know, making the right financial decision or right career decision in their path. So last week, um, actually this week, we spoke, uh, we highlighted Arian Foster, uh, former running back for the Houston Texans. Um, he played a couple of years with the Miami Dolphins, too. Uh, most famous for signing a fat contract um, after going undrafted. But uh, he recently came out with a, a mixtape actually, actually, it's an album under the, under the rap name Bobby Fino. And uh, that's not even what caught my attention. Uh, What caught my attention was um, his podcast and uh, like a random interview that I had come across. And uh, it's really cool to see um, an athlete that has been that has transitioned so well so seamlessly outside out, out of a sport especially a sport like football um he's done a great job um if you if you watch his uh, uninterrupted interview or his like uninterrupted promo piece he talks about how he was able to put 10,000 hours into his passions outside of football because he he knew he was always going to use football as a springboard to his other passions and that's you know being a being an artist a rapper a uh, content creator uh you can you can see that he his his ability to function outside of football has been um has been great a lot of a lot of former and fellow athletes i'm sure are jealous of how how well he's transitioned it's um it's been great to see it's great to see obviously me personally just looking at other athletes that I can highlight you know my my career after or model my career after uh, arian foster's on the list for sure he um he um his transition has been bar none one of the best um especially for him in that creative space it's a lot more difficult than it may seem uh, many times you just see rap um, athletes you know throw a lot of money let 's start this record label or uh, i 'm just going to start rapping well, you could tell he like he did his homework, he studied, he worked hard, and he didn 't just rush into it he didn 't just rush into it. He uh, meticulously planned, strategized, and was able to um, do the right things when it comes to not only preserving his wealth with the investments he made but um, being able to explore his passions without worrying on, you know, keeping his money right. So I uh, just wanted to take the time to highlight Arian Foster, and uh, I thought that was cool. Um, what else? What else we got for you guys today? I told you today was going to be real quick. There's not much going on in the sports business, frugal-athlete world. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh. uh, uh st- I just hate when I read about athletes getting scammed. It just uh just irks me. Um it's going to be in the show notes, shameless plug. Check the website out. Uh we, we I had the chance to speak with the uh, uh he's not necessarily a financial advisor, but he helps athletes and entertainers avoid getting scammed. And he always talks about um Making sure you ask the right questions, you consistently monitor to them and stuff like that to to avoid situations like this um a little backstory um former n f l player robert robert meacham was um uh, was scanned by his financial advisor for over a million dollars uh luckily he he was able to catch his financial advisor and um rightfully so that financial advisor is going to probably do jail time or have to pay up. But to touch on what I was talking about earlier, um this um he's basically like a security analysis guy. He always talks about the things you can do to make sure or avoid um this type of situation. Um I've always I've always gone back to what Donald Foyle said in his in his books and in, in his um, teachings that you should always audit your team. You know, you know, you have your team that you trust, but then you got to have a second party that checks them and then you have to check your second party. You have to check everything. Um, so I always talk about audit, auditing your team and, uh, and how important it is to audit your team because at the end of the day, it's your money and you're the one that's going to care that's going to have to care for it the most and especially when you have a lot of money it's hard to keep track of uh like you know 20,000 here or 40,000 there um especially for those big-time athletes that are you know pulling in 200,000 game dollar game checks it's easy to get scammed if you if you're not aware and if you're not auditing your team so um, that would be my advice for um for an athlete like You have to audit your team, your attorney, your CPA, your business manager at the end of the year. It's just like a coach when they audit their team at the end of the year if they're not performing. Just like you can cut player A to put in player B or player D to supplant player C. You can do the same thing with your personal uh, financial situation because at the end of the day it's your job to make sure it's stable, it's growing and uh it's it's not losing funds or getting scammed. So I just wanted to leave with that. Um there's some other news. Oh, um Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten retired and uh apparently he's supposed to be um getting offered around 4 million to be an announcer. Uh I think there is some backlash from some haters um, claiming that he's never um, he's never commentated before, and um, I would say that you know most athletes um, should definitely if they want to be commentators, should definitely look into studying and taking uh, broadcasting classes or shadow days or whatever. but this is what it all goes back to having a brand. Jason Witten has a brand and he's able to seamlessly transition um, right after career, right after his career to do a job that he, um, he frankly has no experience in. And that's why it's so important to build your brand as an athlete, because, um, you can use your passions, you can use your platform, you can use your leverage to create so many streams of entertainment, work, um, income for yourself because of, people knowing who you are, what you're about, and your brand. People want to be attached to that brand, especially in Jason Winton's case. He's a Dallas Cowboy, probably the most popular team in the United States in terms of NFL. So just wanted to leave you guys with that. We're going to keep it short today, under 22 minutes. And, um, yeah, um, episode 10 is next week, continuing to grow think we have around 750 listens across all plat- all across across all podcast episodes. So hopefully um uh, we can continue to grow. You guys can help us out and um yeah, so I'm going to catch you guys later. See you guys next week. Um if you want to check out the book, it's on the website. Uh everything's on the website. So please subscribe, leave a review, check the website out and uh we'll talk to you later. All right, have a good day.